When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Last year, he blew up our merger negotiations because of a cat. This year, he led Mike Ross straight to Charles Forsman. He unwound the Wexler shares after I specifically told him not to. And to top it all off, he took a million-dollar payout to commit tax fraud that could have landed you 10 years in jail. And he didn't tell us about that until it was too late. And he only did that because he had to. I'm still not doing it. I tell him to do something, and he never goddamn does it. Now, I told myself I'm going to do something. And I'm going to goddamn do it. Let me do it. Why you and not me? Because you want to deliver the message. His services are no longer needed. And I want to tell him goodbye. Suits Season 4, Episode 9 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about Gone, then Suits Yourself. I'm Rob Sestronino, back here with the guy who would never drive a Subaru. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? <laughs> Sometimes you surprise me how well you know me. Absolutely <laughs> not. I'd rather walk and or die. <laughs> I, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. If you're listening to this and you drive a Subaru, it's a sensible car. It's nice. Thank you. I'm, I hope, I'm happy that you like it. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Chappelle, my first question for you today. Can opener? Uh, I don't know, Rob. Yeah? I didn't like it the first I didn't like it. I did watch it twice. Okay. I didn't, I didn't like it the first time. Did you like it yeah. the second time? Okay. So here's my issue with this episode. I really struggle with not just being Jessica in this episode. Like, I don't know if the other people are watching this or feeling the same way. But if if you're Jessica, like, this is very simple. We we fire Lewis and move on with our lives. But everybody coddling Lewis is driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. When she goes through, like, the list of his greatest hits. Yes. And it's just boom, boom, boom. One thing after another. Why are we doing this? Why is everybody like, well, he has nowhere else to go. But he's awful. He's awful at his job. This man picks on Harold just to be Harold. So mm-hmm. I really struggle with that. Otherwise, it's fine. I think yeah. I think what it is is that the Lewis exit does not hit for me because I want him gone so bad throughout <laughs> the episode that when he finally leaves, I'm like, thank you. It doesn't feel like, like this, oh, my God, we're Look, losing Lewis lit moment to me. Since when do we fire people from their job just for making horrible judgment calls on suits, okay? Look, since people were making when? points. People were making points. They said Harvey brought in Mike Ross. That's a fireable offense. Jessica said, "Cool, but I can forgive Harvey because he actually fixes stuff from time to time." Uh, Jessica, you knew, you know that Harvey hired Mike Ross, and you're still here. Yes, that's a mistake. 
but I'm Jessica and I fix stuff from time to time. Let me tell you what Lewis does for me, Jessica. She says, everything that I asked this man to do, he does the opposite. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's on accident, but sometimes it is a, a, like a, a definitely like, like premeditated, um, just like <laughs> denial of my, of my authority sure, to this man. Sure. She says, is that I wrong? Told him not to comp- uh, it might be right. It might, it might be. Let's just take me out. Let me go on a journey with you. Okay. She told him not to confess. Is that he frowned upon? He see and confess it. I would, I would not be able to turn a blind eye to the things that Lewis Lit has done. He blew up their merger behind a cat, Rob. Mm-hmm. A cat. Just because a man mentioned a cat, the cat can't read the letters, Lewis. And you're like, you never read the letters to the cat. What am I going to do? On top of all of this, even if you line up all the business things that Lewis has done, what Jessica's what, what she's not saying is that I can't get him to keep a secret from me. I told him not to go to Jeff Malone. She's trying to play this chess game with her boyfriend about who's in charge. Lewis, whatever you do, I need you to go back and back, go through Jeff Malone's work and don't tell him. And instantly he goes and tells him. It's just like everything she says, insubordination, just left and right. Mm-hmm. Lewis does not respect Jessica in his shows. I'm with Jessica. It's time to go. See, I guess I feel like, uh, why does Jessica get to fire people just because they don't listen to her when I never get to? I mean, your name is on the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your name partner. Like you could say, like, please don't do these things. Just don't, don't do this. Like, okay, okay, okay. And then they do them and I never get to fire anybody. No, you don't. You don't. And that's okay. You know, maybe we'll give you a can opener mm-hmm. as a consolation gift. But and some thumbtacks. Appreciate that. Yeah. And some thumbtacks. And Maybe not the thumbtacks, but yeah, Jessica's in, in hell in this episode. I mean, literally, even Harvey doesn't listen to her. She goes, Harvey, I'm about to fire Lewis, damn it. I'm about to fire him, and there's nothing you can do. Donna comes to her like, look, I know I'm just a legal secretary, and you are literally my boss's boss, but I don't think you should fire Lewis. Ma'am, who mm-hmm. asked you? <laughs> Everybody in this office is like, yeah, Jessica said it, but... I don't really care. Hell, Jeff Malone, Rob. She goes to Jeff Malone. Hey, Jeff, need you to do something for me. Oh, well, are you going to tell me why? I didn't really plan on it, actually. But you said I'm not like those other partners. Why can't I know everything? She's like, because I just need you to know this one thing. Well, Lewis said. She's like, Lewis again? Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for Jessica. Jessica cannot have a lady. She cannot. Until she gets all of this under control, she's not eligible anymore because nobody who works for Jessica Pearson respects her at all. (laughs) That's it? She's done? Ma'am, you have one job. It is to be the boss. And if no one's listening to you, are you doing that one job? Jessica Pearson has fallen to my ranking so much in this episode. Mm-hmm. She couldn't even fire Lewis. He resigned. He took her power. <laughs> in that no, moment. she was going to do it. She wanted to go do it. Harvey was like, no, no, no. You want to tell him he's relieved of his duties. I want to say goodbye to him. And she let him. She like, okay, Harvey, you got it. Jessica, what? What have you done effectively in this episode? Quickly, Jessica. Mm-hmm. Give me your greatest hits. You failed to fire Lewis. You let Donna talk crazy to you. You let Harvey talk crazy to you. You let your boyfriend who lied to you about your job, who lied to you about your relationship too, come in here and talk crazy to you too. You let Eric Forsman talk crazy to you. You let Sean Cahill put you <laughs> on the stand in front of your in front of your boyfriend. Well, about your boyfriend. Jessica, please <laughs> do yeah. something. 
pinch him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, Jessica, girl, what? All right. Well, what does Lewis do after this? Where does he go? go? In investment Apply banking? For other jobs. Yeah. No. Uh, see, Lewis actually is a lawyer. He should go work with Jonathan Sidwell. He could go work literally at any hmm. law firm because he actually literally. Went to well, I, I honestly now, now Rob, now that I'm on my rant, I kind of think that he probably couldn't get hired. Great rant, law firm. by the way. His his references are probably awful. Like yeah. when they call Pearson Hart, Pearson Inspector, they're like, say, um, we got the Lewis lit. Uh, she, Jessica's like, if you don't get off my goddamn phone, um, mm-hmm. she's like, oh well, maybe we'll try Daniel Hartman, and he just hangs up laughing in his face. Who is going to uh, vouch for Lewis when it's time for him to get a job? Harvey? Could he go back to Boston? Could we go see him set up shop in Boston and uh, reconcile with Sheila? House husband. Yep, that sounds like the move. Or Harvard professor. You yeah. know, he loves it there. They say Pearson Hartman is his Pearson Inspector. I'm he sorry, loves to work family. with the young people. Yeah, he loves to, he loves to to bully the kids. And so, uh, what what better way to bully kids than to you know Teach. being a, a law school teacher? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I'm telling you, it's right there. Um, yeah, this might give Lewis what he needs. So to the space to go pursue Sheila's ass. Uh, and to start a, a relationship and to figure out what that means for him because he obviously can't do all those things at the same time. Lewis needs to heal. First of all, he needs to get a real therapist. A real therapist, not a I call by the minute therapist that he's been talking to since he was 14 years old because that guy is not helping. He needs to get a real therapist and he needs to sit down and get his life together. He needs to stop worrying about the law because Lewis is not capable is of Is Norma doing- fired? Norma can stay. Norma's been here since the Ice Age, if not, you know, like a, a, a couple. Who is she assisting yeah. then? Literally anybody. It's going to take her a minute to get them up to the file room and stuff like that. Like, she's going to hobble around for a while. I think she'll bounce back. She'll land on her feet. Mm-hmm. But as far as Lewis goes, I'm not concerned because he's on borrowed time. This was the episode where I was just like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand why we're all fighting for Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, he's part of the team. He's part of the family. He's not anymore, actually. He's unemployed. <laughs> this is his family. No, it's not. These are his coworkers. What will Katrina do? Katrina will have a better boss. You know, like Katrina was about to go to jail for Lewis. She was about to commit fraud for this man. She forgery for her boss. Just just off rip. She don't even know Lewis that well. They've been working together a few months, maybe. Uh, didn't even like each other at first. And she's like, Lewis, I, I have to, I have to throw myself under the bus for you. Now, yeah. Katrina, try working for someone who won't ask you to commit a forgery for them. Yeah, Katrina has been like reduced to like Smithers in Latter Day suits. Oh my gosh, she's the worst. First off, for, never forget Latter Day suits. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, that's all she does. He's Mr. Burns, and she's he's just like behind her, her back. She's just like behind him, like yeah, like just doing his bidding. I I hate that she had to explain to him that he was about to get fired. Lewis, he's about to get whacked. He never saw any mafia movies. He's like, wait, if I if I just check out a Bronx it, Tale, if I make it, yeah, your fave. If mm-hmm. I make if I make uh make up for everything, then I'll be fine, right? Like uh, I just admit it to the SEC to a federal crime, but she wouldn't fire me. Why would she do that? Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know, Lewis. I don't know. You got a Harvard education. You tell me why she would fire you. Would you fire you, Lewis? If this was Harold, would Harold still have a job? Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Harold got fired for less, uh, for sure. And for so, less. For less. 
So, but I did think that this was like a pretty exciting climax to the episode where, you know, things looked really bad and then they sort of like put the pieces together. I mean, but a little bit like what are the chances that all of this came together around? Like, I mean, this is tremendous coincidence um, that it just so happened that Charles Forsman uh, ends up being part of this deal where uh, it just so happens that it, that that was the specific person that paid off Eric Woodell. Um, I mean, this was a lot of coincidences here. Yeah, um, it seems like maybe it wasn't because we just were dealing with all this stuff. But it really was like there was no like all of this, like Eric Woodall, Sean Cahill stuff was going on, like uh, sort of like on the back burner as the whole uh, issue was going on with Gillis Industries. But it just so happened that when Lewis incepted Mike with the idea of who is Harvey's enemy and then he is like, ah, well, that uh, Charles Forsman, he hates Harvey. I'm going to go get the money from him. And then Lewis then tried to go around Harvey and then end up making a deal with Charles Forsman. That what a coincidence that it also happened to be Charles Forsman who was paying off Eric Woodall. Um, uh, I don't know. So I, I hear you. I do. Um, because it does feel like, you know, so of all the people in the world for, for Harvey, you know, for Mike Ross to go after, it did happen to be Eric Woodall. But I mean, I mean, uh, Charles Forsman who happened to be in bed with Eric Woodall. But I think that, uh, what happens is, you know, maybe when, um, Mike goes to, uh, to Charles Forsman and gets the ball rolling on this. Lewis gets involved. I think Charles Forsman and Eric Woodall were always friends, right? He had already gotten that yeah. job. That was always going to happen. So that that is like a coincidence, yes. Um, but then when Lewis goes to him and stuff like that, I think Forsman doesn't have a dog in his fight yet. Um, he then finds out about the Harvey stuff, and then at that point, he's like, oh, oh okay, I can kind of stick it to Harvey. Now, when they start talking about collusion and Forceman's name starts coming up with the Lewis thing. I think that's all on the side. Like, that's a side plot. And so while they're trying to get Harvey, Harvey's like, no, look at the collusion with Lewis and Eric uh, and Charles Forceman or whatever. And that's when they're like, well, why wouldn't you look at that collusion? Why are you ignoring that collusion? Why is that such a small fish? Why are you throwing Lewis back in the pond? And you're like, oh, it's because y'all are cool too. So it's like, yeah, it's a coincidence that they were both in bed, like, that he was in bed with Eric Woodall. But I don't think it's like that big of a, you know, like, like a deal that um, that just by happenstance, you know, they happen to find out there was some some dirty dealing behind the scenes. Because it seems like Charles Forsman is like that with all his dealings, right? Like there, there's always something dirty going on with him. And so the fact that it was Eric Woodall was kind of like, eh, it's okay, whatever. Yeah, but it just so happens. That, I mean, does has Charles Forsman made like a dirty deal with every single person in the whole Suits universe? Because that it just so happens that the like answer to like the the escape out of this problem, the solve for this, just happens to be that. Eric Woodall, who we learn in season three, his whole thing is he hates dirty lawyers. He's like sort of like a by the book kind of guy, unless we're like going to live in this universe where nobody hates Harvey for no reason. You know that there mm. is like was was Charles Forsman from the jump 
behind Mike Ross getting picked up on the Ava Hessington collusion where did he... It's just so it's such a coincidence that Eric Woodall happened to got get paid off by Charles Forsman. Look, he got paid off to get him like, you know, the job and all that good stuff. You know, he does get on at the SEC because of his his interaction with Charles Forsman. Um, comma, but the collusion between Lewis and Charles Forsman is something that I don't think anybody could foresee happening. Mm-hmm. And so when that happens, it's like. Yeah, I paid you off to get you this job. But also, because of that, I need you to protect me from this Lewis thing that happened on the side. Mm-hmm. And then the Lewis thing on the side is what ultimately gets Sean Cahill off of Harvey and Mike's back. So, yeah, I think that, one, Charles Forsman probably does have dirty deals with almost everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this episode alone, he names Lewis, Harvey, and now Eric Woodall as well. You know, we learned three people in one episode that have yeah. dirty deals with this man. And so there's probably a list of more um, and so, yeah, this Forceman guy is such a big fish uh, that I think that anytime he's got like um, like Daniel Hardman, you know, like anytime there's too much like smoke, you know, somewhere in the background, one of them started the fire. Daniel Hardman's name got name checked in this episode. It makes me think that maybe, you know, on suits like they don't just mention somebody's name and then not have them show back up when they talked about like, hey, what what lawyer do you think Eric Woodall is going to use? Like, oh. He, he should get Daniel Hardman because you need a criminal to represent a criminal. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. Lewis, you're so crazy. That would be weird. Why would we see Daniel Hardman out of all the other lawyers? Why would we see him randomly? Why would you even mention him? It's been a yeah, minute. Rob, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Daniel Hardman is probably due to show back up. <laughs> At the very least, Travis Tanner. Where has he been? Where has he been? Right. Because uh, I'm trying to remember, did we even get Daniel Hardman at all in season three? I don't think he even popped up in uh, the whole like Ava Hessington of it all. He started the Ava Hessington thing and then dipped. And then everybody else has been since then. He started right? it. Well, I feel like he, that Darby, like he, he ended up like leaving and then Darby came in. Uh, yeah, and then, so that was like the beginning of the saga was when he was leaving. Yeah, um, yeah, and then Darby came in. So yeah, Darby kind of like dominated the 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 entire season for season three, mm-hmm. and then now season four, it's really seemed like Forceman, Cahill, Lewis have been the villains. But now that we're, I'm assuming this was the this was the mid season finale or no? No, I think the next one is. Oh, this was only episode oh, that- nine. Oh, well, I kind of look at this in a different light then. Because I thought like, okay, now after this break, we're going to come back and find out what Lewis has been doing, yeah. what Harvey and them have been doing since he's been gone. But now to know that we have like a finale, you know, coming up, I'm wondering how they top this episode. Because you're not wrong, Rob. It was a good episode. It's just the Lewis stuff kind of fell flat. Yeah, so yeah, the next episode, the uh, the air date for this episode is uh, August 13th. And then next uh, the next episode is called This is Rome. And that uh, is uh, one week later from uh, the August of 2014. Yeah, so I don't know. I kind of look at this differently because now there is space for a Daniel Hardman appearance, you know, on the next episode, maybe in the maybe next in the episode. Back six. Yeah. Maybe, um, you know, Eric Woodall is like, I lawyered up, you mm-hmm. know, and it's Daniel Hardman. Yeah. Daniel Hardman comes in and he does his, uh, you know, his little impersonation talks about all the things he's going to dig up because now he has all those documents. Remember mm-hmm. they subpoenaed those documents. So maybe those are the documents he needs to t- maybe, finally take yeah, down. Daniel Hardman could come back and be like, look, I've changed. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've thought about the error of my ways and you were right. <laughs> I'm so wrong. So, and they uh, will 
Believe him. Lewis, <laughs> Lewis. I, like, I was like you once, committing crimes, oh. being inappropriate. Like, there's hope oh. for you. What if Lewis goes to work for Dale Hartman? He, he hates Dale Hartman. I don't, think, I don't think he would. Lewis holds a grudge. Yeah, I don't he know. does. Is there a previous Suits character that Lewis could partner up with? Uh, Robert Zane. Interesting. Yeah. I think that Lewis has a certain pedigree about his work prior to all the things that Jessica said. I think that everybody knows he's a numbers guy. He's really good with billables and stuff like that. Robert Zane knows this. He's worked with, uh, uh, I don't want to say with Lewis, but he's worked with mm -hmm. Pearson Spectre before and he knows Lewis's work. Um, also, Rachel is probably not a bad reference for her dad to pick up somebody. Um, we know Donna has ends mm -hmm. over in different places. Who's the I woman that, that was, for Robert. yeah, uh, that Harold was working for? Oh, um, Allison, mm -hmm. somebody. Yeah. Holt? Yeah, I don't yeah, think she Allison had an Holt. issue with Lewis. No, but she really does hate Pearson Spectre, and she should. She should not trust them with anything. Last time she talked to them, she's like, wait, so I'm getting dragged in for a collusion? Matter of fact, it was collusion that time, because the Harold <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure if she finds out Lewis has anything to do with colluding anything, colluising, um, then, yeah, she's not going to uh, entertain his resume. Yeah, okay. I want to talk about Sean Cahill. Is Sean Cahill a good guy now? I love Sean Cahill. What are you talking about? He's always been a good guy. Mm -hmm. He's a villain. He's a villain, but he's my favorite villain. Like, um, I, I can't, I can't figure out like a, a villain, a comparable villain to him because he's so he's like you said, like he's like an anti-hero in a way. Like he's kind of like, I'm doing the right thing. I think um there was another judge like that on this uh season two, where it was like, I mean, on season like two, where it was like uh that no, he was a lawyer. He was a district attorney. That's what it was. Where he kind of was like, Yeah, Harvey, I understand that you're probably innocent, but uh, mm -hmm. the facts are showing that you might not be. So, yeah. like, whatever. You know, like I like those people who are kind of like, no, this is what the rules said, and I'm gonna follow them. And so Sean Cahill says, I bend the rules a little bit, but I'm not y'all are only worried about that because y'all are guilty. Like, I'm not guilty of anything. Yeah. Um, so I wonder how much more Sean Cahill we get. I feel like he would be designated as lawful evil. What do you think about that? Lawful evil. Now I have to pull up one of those charts <laughs> so I can see all my options. Like, um, it's like you know, he yeah. does like follow like the letter of the law. Like he's actually like very upset. Like Eric, like how could you? Like you're yeah. supposed to be. You're supposed to be like on the good side. How could you? How could you do this? I could never forgive you. Uh, but yeah. he's also like trying to bring down like Harvey and Mike, and will like stop at nothing. Right, right, and he and he relishes in it too. So yeah, lawful evil is probably perfect because he's not. He's far from neutral. Yeah, the a guy code. clearly has an agenda. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. So also in this episode, uh, we were still dealing with uh, some of the Mike and Rachel of it all. And, you know, the scene in this episode that I thought was just so outlandish was mm -hmm. so even this is like going back to the mock trial. I don't know mm -hmm. why Mike and Rachel ever do this, uh, but mm -hmm. like that they're going to uh, bring in the whole Logan Sanders of it all. And she so Rachel is going to have to testify in that case, and Mike is like, well, I got to get her ready. Got to gotta practice for the case. So, Rachel, let me swear you in and take the stand. And from jump, immediately, you know, this is not going to go well. Right. Harvey tells Mike, 
they're going to depose Rachel, so we got to prep her, and you know what that means. And he's like, you know what that means. They're going to ask her about all the personal uh, slash uh, professional crossover between Rachel and Mike, because if there's collusion, who is he colluding with? None other than his mm-hmm. girlfriend that he lives with, right? And so Mike's like, okay, cool. We'll just ask a few questions. I have my clipboard right here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just go through a few like normal questions. So did you ever talk to Mike about the, the case? Uh, you know, did, did you ever talk business of, uh, you know, to Mike? And Rachel sitting there with her clown nose on, like, nope, everything's fine. We did not collude. I mm-hmm. promise. I was like, girl, you don't see this train coming toward you? And um, he says, oh, okay, so you didn't talk about business. So uh, did you talk about Logan Sanders? And she's like, huh? What are, you, what are you talking about? Why would I Why would I talk about Logan Sanders? It's not mm-hmm. part of the case. It's like, yes, Rachel, but you've seen this show before. They always do this. Harvey, did you break up with that woman because she was, you know, because she cheated on her husband? Or, you know, Scotty, did you break, did you leave the firm because Harvey said, wouldn't say he loved you back? You know, like they always bring in the personal thing. Ms. Zane, do you like, like Logan Sanders? Check yes or no. And she's like, what does that have to do with anything? Answer the question. Yeah. You know, it's Rachel looked a fool. And again, I'm like, Rachel, stand up. But also, Rachel, you really have no space here. You kind of do need to answer the question, you know, Um, because she still to me, she still has not told Mike why she did it. Mm -hmm. She's just like, I kissed him. Yes, but I need you to trust me so we can forget that I kissed him because I didn't mean to kiss him. Mm -hmm. And Mike's just like, I don't think I'm over it yet. And she's like, but I need you to get over it. I do. Mm-hmm. So that we can be happy. I need you to let go that I hurt you so that yeah. I could potentially hurt you again. I don't know. Mike doesn't even think to know. Ms. Zane, did you ever dream about Logan Sanders when you were right. in a coma? Right. Like, did you, when you woke up from your coma, who did you see first in your mm-hmm. mind? Like, who, who were you wishing that was at your bedside? Just, you know. There, there, there are definitely some pointed questions that Mike has, doesn't know he needs to ask. But I really do think that if he hasn't focused on, Rachel, what were you even doing? You know, like, how did you even get, end up in this position to be kissing on Logan Sanders? Then he's never going to forgive her. And I think that she has just been kind of being like, come on, Mike, what? Man, you know, stuff happens. She was like a schoolgirl when Mike came back to like, I'm just so happy that you're back here. I brought your favorite food. And he's like, you don't you don't like those. He's like, well, I don't care. I I know that you like them. I just want to make everything happy. And Mike's such an asshole. He's like, so what if I hadn't come home today? She's like, well, I would have made them tomorrow because I want you to be happy. It's like, okay. Thank you. She's like, I cleaned your I cleaned your room. I made the bed. Like, yes, Rachel, we get it. Yeah. We get it. Bring me the Bible so I can swear you in. Honestly, probably not a bad decision. I'd be like, Rachel, hand on the Bible. Why did you kiss that man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me, tell me the things. But no, nah, um, this is embarrassing. Honestly, I really, I really don't like this at all from Rachel or Mike. I think Mike, if you're not over it, just say that. And Rachel, if you you're not over this either, stop trying to get this man to move on. You want him to give up, like. What uh, whatever feelings he has over the course of what three or four days, uh, because you went and kissed somebody else, but you held on to the test thing for so mm-hmm. long, and yeah. y'all weren't even together when that happened. Should Rachel at least then be able to cross-examine Mike after this is over? Should Mike swear in? I think it's only fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's only fair. Like again, Mike, he's not colluding. He has nothing to hide. What can she ask him? That he just—I mean, at this point, 
She knows everything about Mike. I can't think of one Mike secret that Rachel doesn't know, right? Mm -hmm. Mike Ross, what did you do with the sheets that Tess had that day? He's Are like, they I, I, still I, in this closet? Can you identify I the I sheets? The I, I plead the fifth. Mm -hmm. I, I plead the fifth. I don't know. I, I refuse to incriminate myself. I'm sorry. I plead the fifth. I think that, yeah, she's still going to hold on to that little testing, but she got to let it go. I really think that all she has to do is say, Mike, I needed to know. I needed to know if I still was in love with this man. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not. Let's move on and, you know, take your time. But she wants him to move on right now. Look, just Rachel, be thankful that Mike was able to get through all of this whole breakup without running back into the arms of the weed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He never turned to the hard stuff. And that <laughs> is a good thing. Uh, and so, yeah, Rachel should just be happy. But. You know, her and Mike still have other bumps to go through. And it's crazy, too, because while Rachel's in hell trying to make her relationship work, Mike's bromance has never been better. I mean, him and Harvey. Rob, this is like night and day. They're like finishing the other sentences and all this other stuff. Um, when they get, uh, when they sit in the deposition, they ask him some question and Harvey's like, it's because brothers fight. Oh, so y'all brothers now? When did that happen? Mm -hmm. Oh, so y'all best friends now? Oh, okay, that's new. Um, yeah, they're 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 Tweedledee and Tweedledum now. It's like Rachel, you kind of got squeezed out of your relationship and don't even know it. Yeah. Okay. Chappelle, anything else from this episode before we get into uh, the Liddy? Uh, Jeff Malone, go to hell. You know what? What are you doing, Jeff? I, I'm sorry, I I cannot let this go. This for man, what? What does he have to go to hell for? He's so incredulous about Jessica not telling him everything because he's not like all the other partners. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. When she asks you to do something, just go do it. That's your boss. Uh, and maybe maybe Jeff Malone's not the problem, right? At some point, I have to start looking at Jessica and saying, are you asking for this? Are you inviting this type of insubordination to your law firm? Do you need somebody like a Daniel Hartman to keep everybody in line? Because yes. Harvey's letting... The, yeah, Harvey's letting the circus just go wild and you can't stop him. He's the ringleader and you're just kind of sitting in the back. Um, you need an She enforcer. needs like a bad cop, yeah. She needs Robert Zane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go get Robert Zane to kind of, you know, uh, keep everybody in line. Because right <laughs> now, even Edward Darby, I think, had a... Well, Edward Darby had somebody literally killing people under his nose. <laughs> so maybe he's not the best... Uh, <laughs> he's not the best uh, person there. No. But... I'm just saying that this, this good cop, good cop thing that she got going on with Harvey is not working for me. Okay, not working. No. Chappelle, who is going to be the recipient of the Liddy in this episode? Harvey. Again? I mean, what? Who, I, I mean, mean, put it. Who, who's your competitor against Harvey? Okay. I mean, it ain't Jessica. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so you made the case why it's not Jessica. Can't be Lewis. No, he's unemployed. Mm -hmm. Mike did piece together what was going on. He can't even sleep through the night because his girlfriend is cheating on him. Mm -hmm. Well, cheated on him. It, it won't. It, it won't. Uh, it won't come clean about why she did it. Sean Cahill. Oh, Sean Cahill might be a good choice. What uh, we, we already said, Sean Cahill is not eligible. He's not a part of the principal cast. Mm. The, the the Mount Rushmore. I know, but uh, I think that last season, uh, Dana Scott got one. I think Katrina got one. I think they had both worked their way into like, you know, 
like main cast status by that point. Now that is, that was a misfire. <laughs> I, for I don't Scott, think so. I don't, I don't think that the the main cast I think has been uh, the big six ever since Jump. There's been like recurring cast, like guest stars, but that the main cast has been the main cast since the start of the show. That is probably true. Dana Scott was probably a miss. I mean, she probably had a really good episode, but she's gone now. So we should have, we wasted the Liddy. Um, I think we wasted one on Katrina too. They have neutered her. She is no longer the Katrina that we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but Donna? I can't, I can't not. And Do- no, Donna, stop it. You're about to get fired for just, hey, is Donna, is Donna a really good friend or a Budinsky? Because I'm starting <laughs> to question things. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm starting to question things. Donna, Who's she a good friend to? The whole Lewis thing. Yeah. She's a, she goes to the restroom like, oh, Jessica, fancy meeting you here in the restroom. Jessica like, yeah, because I was using it. She's like, oh, yeah, well, so about Lewis. Ma'am, you're the legal secretary. You probably want to sit this out. Yes, but Jessica, listen. It's like, no, Donna, shut up. Yeah. No, bruh, you, you have nothing to do with this. He gave so, me a necklace. He gave me a Phil's necklace. Dame Judy Dench wore that necklace. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, Donna, we get it. You like Lewis, but also let him work for you. <laughs> if y'all love Lewis so much, y'all let him work for you. Jessica's sick of it. I'm tired. I'm tired for Jessica. Donna can't get it. Rob, I think it's Harvey. <laughs> Harvey. He's just racking up all the liddies in season four. He got rid of Eric Force, uh, Eric Woodall and, yep. uh, and Charles Forsman, who yep. was basically on his back. Um, he got rid of Lewis, who is a thorn in his side, whether he wants to admit it or not. Um, you know, he didn't do what Jessica told him to do. He's still he's still running his own show here. I think uh he got his boy back. He got Mike back. They're like I said, they're Batman and Robin again. Um, so yeah, I think you gotta give it to Harvey here. Unless there's any objections. I really, I mean, like I'm really trying to reluctant, I'm reluctant to give it to Sean Cahill because I think that he might not make it too much further in the show, just because like He's a villain. So, I mean, like his his uh, his time here is like numbered, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Congratulations to Harvey. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the uh, references uh, from this episode. Uh, we Sean Cahill referred to Harvey Lewis and Mike as the witches of Eastwick. That was very specific. Very specific. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do I need either. to? No, I think it's like it's like Jack Nicholson and who were the then the three witches Michelle of Eastwick? Pfeiffer, Susan Sarandon, and Cher. Yes, wow. You, did you look that up? No. <laughs> oh. Just okay. know the movie. You just knew the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just never seen it. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right, then, and I don't know, like, were they witches? Did he make them witches? So, okay, uh, interesting. And then yeah. um, we heard about Deion Sanders. Uh, Deion Sanders, so topical. Always timeless, yeah. Deion Sanders. Prime timeless even. You know, yes. uh, th- he might be a rival, but they still needed him on the team. And so it makes sense for someone to go and get Mike Ross back, even though he's horrible at his job. Hey, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. When they are deposing Mike Ross and Harvey, Sean Cahill is like, so you mean to tell me that you did not collude with this man? Harvey mm-hmm. and Mike are like, nope, categorically deny that. It's like, okay. So this man who left this this building on bad yeah. terms with you went and worked somewhere else. You, He was horrible. He lost every part of that case to you. And then you hired him back. He never even applied anywhere else. Yeah. He bought all these shares of this company, lost the hostile takeover there, and y'all just brought him back in? Something's up. And for a second, I was like, Shaka Hill, are you going to be the one to try to uncover mm-hmm. this? Yeah. It's Mike not Ross even on his did- radar, though. He's not even thinking of like, like, wait, hold on. Did you go to college? 
But it was right there. He was, was right there. And what he ended up saying was, well, somebody's taking some money or something because yeah. that doesn't make any sense. But when he realizes that the Lewis and Charles Forsman thing happened, is there any world where he doubles back to like the, so why did y'all hire Mike Ross again? He's awful. I feel like that there's a greater chance that Sean Cahill is going to start working at Pierce Inspector <gasps> than uh, <laughs> he's going to crack the case. <laughs> Pierce Inspector Cahill, name partner? Mm-hmm. Who's more likely to get a name partner, Cahill or Malone? I think at this point, Sean Cahill. Yeah, me too, man. I would love to see it. I'm not going to lie to you. Lawful, mm-hmm. evil or not. I think that I would prefer that. Also, Jeff Malone go to hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then let's take some feedback. Suitspodcast.com slash feedback about this episode. Uh, David Schwartz wants to know, how much did your heart break when Lewis left? Sounds like not at all for you, Chappelle. No, not even a little bit. I think that if Lewis had left at the beginning of the episode and then we spent the entire episode kind of like lamenting that loss, I would have felt it a lot more. But the entire episode fighting for Lewis to continuously do bad things while he continuously did bad things was just so frustrating to me. Jessica says, do not go to the SEC and admit what you did. And Lewis says, Okay, but I'm going to do that anyway. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. but listen, do you understand why you're in this position? <laughs> like, it's like having kids. And I don't have none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can tell them not So maybe to do that's something. why I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't get it. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then Angela Taylor says, do you think that this is the last we see of Lewis Lit, or did we just get lit up? This can't be the last time we're going to see Lewis no. Lit. Come God, on. no. This Stop. is an all-time character. He just needs to get fired. It happens to the best of them. Donna got fired. Mm-hmm. Mike Ross essentially got fired. Yeah. Um, but it know. will be, you know, borderline, like, laughable when they fire Lewis and then bring him back in the next episode. I mean... You think... How long do you I think don't know. before Lewis works at Pierce? No, no, no. I need it. Because okay. we, we got through what? I, I, think at, I think at the end of the next on? episode. I, I think we end up with... Like, I don't think... We're, we just did this with Mike. I mean, Donna got fired, came back. Uh, I think there was actually like one episode where Donna didn't come back, where Donna was not around. Yeah. Then, it was like a two-episode arc, yeah. Right. And then we also uh, had Mike was gone, and then that was like, we're going to do the same exact thing with Lewis now? Probably. But Mike was gone for about seven episodes um, before he came back sure. from investment banking. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, the episode, the the... The bar is definitely low. Like, you know, we could, I could see a world where Lewis is back the very next episode, but I don't know. They pointed out that Jessica and Harvey both hired fraudulent Mike. They both know about it. They're all doing bad things. I think at this point, if you bring Lewis back, you have to let him in on the secret. Mm -hmm. Maybe Lewis will find out Mike's secret and then blackmail them. It's like, if you don't give me my job back, I'll expose Mike. Yeah, I mean, why not? Look, I, I look, normally I'd be like, well, Lewis, that's dumb. Why would you want to work with a bunch of people who hate you because you're blackmailing them? But at the same time, it's just like, Lewis, they fired you anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, these jobs will fire you, move on. They'll scrape your name partnership right off the door. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, do what you got to do. Get your job back. Okay. Who cares? All right. Suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Okay. Uh, this is uh, one from the Facebook group. Colleen in the Facebook group uh, said to us, <laughs> I literally found myself sighing with relief at the end of episode seven. Like, can we get back to lawyering now and maybe having more than one Ooh. client? Maybe I'm being too optimistic. Yeah. I mean, they've just been arguing back and forth about, you know, Logan and, and uh, the... What is it? The um, investment banking of it all. It's not like, uh, I remember when they used to go to court. 
Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, those were my favorite Suits episodes. So I'm kind of with Colleen on this one. Uh, let's just let some of this go. That's why I was okay with Lewis leaving. Come on, like, every time we try to get something going, Lewis is messing this up. Yeah. Let's give us a little break from Lewis. We'll bring him back in a couple episodes when he's ready to come out of timeout. Okay. All right. Chappelle, what else about this episode? Anything? No, I think I covered it all. Sorry for the rant. It was just, I felt no, it was very great. It was, was uh, iconic and it was an all timer. <laughs> I was just a little frustrated because for me, you know, life is getting hard for y'all and it's not helping that uh, y'all are fighting tooth and nail to keep Lewis in this job. It just, mm-hmm. It's just not, it's just not the time to do this. I think that you got to let him go. And then if you got to bring him back, it's fine. We've seen it done before. Donna's come back. Mike's come back. Lewis can come back. Uh, and uh, and don't call it a comeback, right? He's been here for years. Just let's, let's just call it like a, a re-up. He's he's gonna revamp and uh and and come back stronger than ever. Okay, are we done with Charles Forsman? Is this the end of the Charles no. Forsman? No, no, he has too much money. This mm-hmm. man has money. There's no way. There there is no way. There's no way because remember he loves vengeance, and Harvey would have just gotten one up on him. Yeah. So, and Lewis apparently is getting away scot-free, it seems. So I think now he has an axe to grind and he's not going anywhere. Okay. Suitspodcast.com slash Facebook is where you can join the Facebook group and participate. Oh, we're so close to 300 members in the Facebook group. Hey, that's pretty cool. I remember when there was just the two of us. Yeah. You know? And yeah, we just, we just got it started. So uh, yeah, it's been a fun ride. So it's Podcast dot com slash Facebook to join and then Chappelle what else uh and then go to suitspodcast.com slash uh uh Facebook to 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 join the talk the conversation suitspodcast.com to subscribe and then go to twitter.com slash suitspod to leave us any tweets about the episode and let us know what you think um you know um like like I said last time, Watch and Tell was saying that episodes 8 through 10 are some of the best episodes of Suits. And it was a great arc. It really was. People are also saying, uh, this is from at VDS Cami. Just one thing to say, I live for Rob Cicinino's impressions of the Suits characters at Suits 5. Yeah, and I um, feel like I don't do a ton of impressions of uh, Daniel Hartman's really good. Daniel, Daniel Hartman, Hartman really yeah. Um, could, you do, could you do Harvey? I don't think so. I don't want to no, do it I, and do it badly. Yeah. yeah I feel I like when, so I, when I have it, I have it. Yeah, yeah. I think we're four four seasons in. I think if you're going to get one of those impressions down, you'll have it by the time we're done with this. But right mm-hmm. now, Daniel Hartman is definitely an all I feel time. like I sometimes I talk like Jessica sometimes. Uh, and then also, um, yeah, we, we get, you know, maybe a little like uh, Jeff Malone here and there. But Jessica is always like very like, uh, like she's like kind of whispering, but it's like, but but like loud. Yeah, she she whispers. Are you she's out loud. of your goddamn mind? Right. Where do you get she's, off? She's angry all the time. If looks could angry kill, whispering. they'd all be dead. Yeah. <laughs> they'd all be dead. The look, the glare that she gives Lewis as he's leaving, uh, is just priceless. It's like, ah, oh, nah. If she want, if she had her way, she would go over there and slap the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think by the end of this, you might have another impression. Maybe. Of we'll see. All right. Well, we'll find out when we come back tomorrow for the season four mid-season finale. Yes. Okay. We did it. Get lit. All right. And of course, we appreciate your feedback and your reviews. And when you go to suitspodcast.com, thank you so much. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.